my whole family disappeared for five years, you know. <laughs> Douglas Lim and Juanita, the podcast. So I thought after spending four months with you, forced to look at your face every day and hear <laughs> all your stories, I thought I'd know you, but I don't. Just because... You happen to know I like watching Emily in Paris. <laughs> Suddenly, the whole thing has changed. The universe has gone upside down, is it, Onita? <laughs> yes. Okay, get this, okay? Douglas Lim is the kind of guy who listens to proper hip-hop yeah. rap music. Like, That's EDM. <laughs> what rap is that? <laughs> That's me censoring myself. Oh. Okay. <laughs> right, so all these bad words. And yeah. then suddenly, he's there on the couch watching Emily in Paris laughing to rom-com. I don't know what... This, uh, what characters do you call that? You know, the... Huh? Oh, the campy characters. <laughs> Camp- Character. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the stigma is. Uh, like, because uh, Emily in Paris. Okay, a lot of people say it's a girly show, right? It is. Uh, it is. But I also point. watch. I watch a lot of uh, other girly shows like La Femme Nikita. That's about a girl assassin. I watched okay. Master Chef. Master Chef is not a girly show. It's cooking. Okay. No, mo- there are more men chefs than there are women. Okay. Statistically proven. But you know what? I kind of like that you transcend stereotypes. Right wow. Yeah, so so happy to be able to <laughs> transcend stereotypes. You know, I just like watching entertaining shows. And Emily in Paris season one, ah. Uh, yeah. Can I be very very clear here? I hate season two, ah. Uh, so far, I watched two episodes. Huh. I didn't like it. Season one, I liked because <laughs> the characters were quirky. It was very fun show. Yeah. Yeah, but season two, I don't know, man. They've pushed the quirkiness. They've dialed it up to 11 to right. 12, and now it doesn't seem like real anymore. This this right. character idiosyncrasies are, are so forced, and I don't know. Okay. I didn't I didn't enjoy it. I can't defend season two because I watched season two while I was wrapping Christmas presents. So I was kind of like <laughs> You're in a good mood, Nila. <laughs> I was in a good mood, but I really like season one mm. um, because I like how she transitioned from you know basic to Parisian, and then. Oh. Yeah, I like how she tried a lot of things outside her comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so that was fun to see because yeah. she was this optimistic person in Paris. Everyone in Paris was so mean to her. The boss was mean to her. Her mm-hmm. co-workers were calling her names. You yeah. know, and her boyfriend in America then broke off and everything. So it was, it was nice to see that that spirit of this young person. And oh, she made Instagram look so easy. Right? She just <laughs> took pictures like of anything, a dog pooping on the sidewalk, and she just posted. Yeah, no they get so nothing. many likes. And like, no need to edit, man. I'm like, what? <laughs> How come I do Instagram? It's so much more difficult, <laughs> one. Uh. My theory about season two, though, is that they made it really bad because she's going to move out of Paris. Oh, yeah, is I that a so. thing that's that is on the online, or is this your theory? It's just my theory. Okay, well, if it if your theory is going to come true, I hope they move the whole thing season three to Malaysia, lah. Uh, it'll be <laughs> it'll be about a Chinese girl in a paddy field. Okay. Emily in Perlis. <laughs> Fly FM. So we're talking about shows that we're watching on Netflix right now. I found out shocking news that Douglas is a fan of Emily in Paris. Was a fan of Emily oh, in Paris. Season two is uh, quite disappointing <laughs> so far. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I liked it. Mm. Um. Anyway, I'm also watching this other one called Stay Close. Yeah. You said it's like a scary thing, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Let me put some horror music for effect. Da, 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 da. Yeah. It's suspense, thriller, English most watched series at the moment. At um, first, when you said the name was Stay Close, I yeah. thought it was a docu about like Malaysian pubs and like, clubs. Because <laughs> like in Phase Four, also they still got to stay close. <laughs> no, but, no, but then, no, but then when you said right, it's yeah. English. You mean like British English, is it? Yeah, yeah. So it's a top series in the UK at the moment. I find it very hard to understand the concept of like British and thriller at the same time oh. because you know the British people are usually very guarded with their emotions, unlike the Americans. Right, the Americans are when they go through a scary ride, they're mm. like. Oh, 
was so scary. Expressive. My heart nearly jumped out of my chest. <laughs> the British should be like, yeah, it was rather daunting. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. But yeah, stay close. Is well, they didn't say that it's thriller. They say mm. it's ominous. Ah, typical, but yeah, yeah. Ominous. What's it about? But it's about this lady who is a typical mom a suburban mother right or so you think as the series you know goes on you you find out that she was an exotic dancer and she has this whole other past life to do with murders and from that other murders ensue or are uncovered and then it's just a whole series of just lies (laughs) that are being covered is it also like a whodunit yes yes it is oh so you don't know what's happening there are mysteries stuff Mm -hmm. like that but is it legit scary or is it this kind of like Nah, scary Well, it was legit scary for me lah Because it's like thriller suspense It's full of suspense There's it some has, jump scares Yeah, it? there are some jump scares Like this person turns around And then there's someone there <laughs> To like cut them And throw <laughs> it like, Oh my god So scary Freakiest part though Was when the psychopath duo Are introduced Because they do this show dance While approaching the victim Literally They dance as if they're in a musical While they're approaching the victim And what does the victim do? Just stare at them lah Like how we would stare Like what are these two people? Doing as they're know? coming towards you, they are dancing and singing. Yeah, and you just you you would stand there. I mean, what would you do if you see two people dancing towards you and they look really good and preppy? Okay, they look very <laughs> clean cut and preppy. You'd be like, why are these people trying to sell me cookies? Are they trying to sell me a religion? <laughs> they're, they're, they're trying to collect donations. Yeah, collect donation. Like, what's going on? So you're just in shock, staring at them. And after they were they were kill the fella la. They and then catch they, the fella. Yeah, they catch the fella. They punch you in the face. So they like you know I don't know what la. And so this part keeps you up at night. <laughs> yeah. Because okay The side of my house Is all windows And at night right I look out into the windows In the dark And I'm thinking And I imagine These two people What do you think is going to happen? In the, you look out in Shalom, suddenly what? Your boyfriend shows up, is it? And then he starts doing jazz fingers. He said, there's no business like show business. Except maybe logging. Like, that's good business as well. No, it's not. It's yeah. terrible. <laughs> Fly FM. So the police arrested a woman for falsely claiming to be a flirt victim. This is so bad, you know, of yeah. some people. I guess she was caught wet-handed. Like. <laughs> no, 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 she was caught dry-handed because she wasn't at the flirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, she wasn't at the flirt. So she made a flirt relief application. So she filled out the form, mm. submitted it to an NGO at a temporary flirt relief centre. And of course, you know, the NGO actually yeah. sent her financial aid, sent her food supplies, now blankets, pillows, electrical appliances as well, okay? Like proper fan, blender, rice cooker and everything. Mm. They saw like super fast la, like like well very efficient. Yeah. They got the thing and they, and they acted on it lah. Exactly. That's the, that's the problem lah. People take advantage of this law. Yeah, terrible man. But the NGO then received complaints from the public that the woman was not a flirt victim mm. and she wasn't even living in the house, the home address that she filled in in the form. She put a fake address. Yeah. She put an address of a house that was in a flirt area. Correct. But she she stayed somewhere else altogether. Correct. That's oh, not you all, you know. Woman. After some investigation, they also found out that she applied to other. NGOs for assistance as well. What's on serial liar? Yeah, but now they've you know uh, filed a police report against her and everything. Good because this is what makes it difficult for people to be charitable. You know all these yeah. NGOs and then we, we were doing all this uh, coordinating here yeah. at Fly FM and then there are people who take advantage of this. Mm-hmm. I, I really think uh, other people should be warned yeah. about people like her and who knows maybe she has like cooked up other stories involving other disasters. Maybe. You know to be all kasian and sympathetic and to get help oh, who knows maybe she's gone to some NGO and say you know you must save me and give me some rice you know, because I survived the bubonic
Titanic plague. <laughs> you know, like I lost the love of my life. You know, I was on this big ship called the Titanic, and it sank, <laughs> and then he died. You know, and there's nothing compared to what happened. Right, my whole family disappeared for five years. You know, <laughs> wow, really? Ah, uh, what happened? Thanos, lor. <laughs> Fly FM English class with Mina Saleh. Good morning, class. Now, the word of the day is pharmacist. And the definition of pharmacist is a person who is professionally qualified to prepare and dispense medicinal drugs. Okay, Katija, form a sentence using the word pharmacist. Okay, my auntie sells drugs because she is a pharmacist. Very good. You can sit down now. Ladu, form a sentence using the word pharmacist. Hi, oh, teacher. I tell you, I got one auntie. Her name mm. is Auntie Saraswati Voodoo. We go to her house, right? She got one place there. Got the lizard tail, snake blood, the monkey skull. What? Got the, got the, all the oh, hair. Okay, okay, okay Ladu, enough. Just form a sentence using the word pharmacist, please. We thought she is a witch doctor, but actually she is a witch pharmacist. Okay, I never knew there was such a thing. Anyway, asing form a sentence using the word pharmacist, and please try. Okay, the fisherman sits in a boat. The pharmacist in a orchard. No, asing. Fly F. I don't know if you heard about this, but this man in Trunganu. Oh no! Is it about some like eating turtle egg story? What? No. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whenever we mention like man Trunganu, I may think, oh, okay, he ate some turtle eggs. He's okay. not supposed to eat them, you know. Well, you're not far off. It has happened before. Okay. But no, this man in Trunganu sold off his land to buy a three hundred. Thousand ring koi fish. Wow. Yeah. But at least he sold off his <laughs> land to buy the koi fish. Like, be really dumb if he sold off his pond to buy the koi fish. <laughs> I think it's no fish to pay for. <laughs> the koi fish, but hey, I stay where? You stay at this pond, Ado. <laughs> So, so there are different uh, breeds of koi fish. Right? I'm sure you know this. Mm. Some koi fish can be worth millions, and these are the koi fish that are like perfect, okay, with no deformities, nice pattern, and they usually hatch out of like millions of eggs. That's why they are rare and therefore expensive. Yeah. So this guy in Ganu, he has an obsession over the Sakai Kohaku breed of koi fish. The what? Sakai Kohaku. From Sakai, Japan. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> just being, just being very sure here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an expert. He has been in fish farming since like 2015, but mm. now he's in Japan with the fish, and he's going to keep it there in Japan so it can participate in koi fish competitions. Now we know this is a koi fish, like the koi fish competitions. Yeah. Have you been to one? No. Oh man, you <laughs> you've been a, to a koi fish competition been, no, because there was a koi fish like place in Central West at the KL Performing <laughs> Arts Centre. So I used to hang oh. out there a lot. Yeah. Oh really? I've been to a koi fish competition. You have to be there, man, Juanita. What do you do? So like, boring. <laughs> you don't make <laughs> the fish like jump through hoops. Nothing, nothing. This is their fish is in. Uh, they're all in tanks. The judges, usually Japanese people, will yeah. go around look at your fish for about five minutes, then then write stuff something on a piece of paper. Go to the second tank, look at another fish. Five minutes, write something on a piece of paper. Nothing happens. Yeah. Which, is, which is why I think. 
It would be more interesting if this koi fish competition was yeah. about how koi the fish was, as in C O Y. As if like, the fish is like very shy, like malu malu a bit. Then the commentary would be so much better. They'd be like, like oh, look at this fish. It's hiding behind a rock. That's pretty koi. And, oh, yeah, koi, koi. And like, oh, and look at this other fish. Yeah, yeah, it's so beautiful, but it's a bit malu and it's not showing off. Oh, that's pretty koi. Oh, man, man, koi. Oh, but look at this fish. It's doing backflips, jumping up, smiling at the cameras. Not koi. Boy at all. <laughs> Fly FM. So this guy in Trunganu sold off his land to buy a three hundred thousand ringgit koi fish. He's uh, now in Japan where he'll have like a koi fish competition yeah. and he'll put the koi fish through a koi fish competition. It blew my mind, but it's not something new to Douglas because he, apparently he's an expert with koi not fish Not expert, I've just seen a koi stuff. fish competition before this. <laughs> right, which is why now we are going to put Douglas through a quiz. Real Seafood edition. So we're gonna. How did we go from koi fish to expensive seafood? You <laughs> cannot eat koi fish, yeah, guys. <laughs> Allow it's expensive, lah. Okay, so we'll list out a series of foods, <laughs> and Douglas has to guess if they are real or fake. Okay, we're starting off with the sea coconut jellyfish salad. I don't even know what that is. Sea again? Sea coconut jellyfish salad. Is it about a sea coconut or sea coconut jelly? Is it about the jellyfish or sea coconut jelly with a fish? Or is it a fish salad with sea coconut jelly? 100% fake. Uh, okay, correct. Yeah, it's fake. 10 <laughs> points for Douglas Lim. <laughs> uh, next, tiger shark. How do you even say this? Munier with tartar sauce. Oh, tiger shark munier with tartar. I don't think you can eat tiger shark because... No, the, the other, no, no, okay. Uh, we, okay, Munya. Uh, fake. Correct! Yeah. Samundari Kazana Curry. <laughs> what? Say it again. Samundari Kazana Curry. Oh, Japanese lah. What, what is it though? I don't so, know. My accent was Japanese lah. <laughs> but I actually don't know what it is. That's fake lah. <laughs> no, it's real. It costs... 13,395 ringgit and 20 cent. For a curry? Yeah. Okay, la, it's, it's not Japanese. It's uh, it's from London. It's a specialty and it contains Devon crab, white truffle, beluga caviar and a Scottish lobster coated in edible gold. But where's the curry? Uh, in the edible gold, I guess. You, go, go, <laughs> you simply need to... <laughs> okay, okay, last one. This okay. is what you're going to like. Langkawi Siaka. This one is real. Okay, it's not yeah. just real. This is real stupid. <laughs> real. Fly FM. So the police were stung by bees as beekeepers protest in Chile. That was the headline. <laughs> it must have been buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense. So, um, no, uh, no, was it a sting operation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Sting came out to sing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, the honey production in Chile. No, it was it. Was it covered by oh the BBC? Okay, finish. No more. No more parts. <laughs> honey production in Chile has had some serious issues. I mean, we're new to this. I don't think we've chup, had chup, a lot. Chup. Chile yeah? produces honey, wanna? Apparently so. Oh, I never knew that because yeah. uh, I only get mine from like this one country. Do you know which country produces uh, a lot of honey? I don't know. Where Where do you get your honey from? I have no idea. I just Aust- go for like the relatively Australia okay price. Or oh, is it? Yeah, Manuka Australian honey. honey is very popular. Manuka honey, yeah, all from Australia. Ah. 
Yeah, so but now I know that Chile has honey. Maybe yeah. I'll give them a try. So I love honey. Right, but they've been having problems with the honey production because they've had what we call a mega drought oh, of honey oh okay. and flowers and crops, which is, you know, as we know, home to the bees. So beekeepers who have had to work extra hard mm. during this drought who were at the wit's end. Not just also the, like, no, not just the beekeepers got to work extra hard. The bee also got to work extra hard. Yeah. Must fly much further to get to the flowers and all. Yeah, and then I guess they've like, they're broken hearted like, because the mm. bees are dying. So what they did was they set up 60 beehives in front of the palace okay. which <laughs> contain, uh, contain about 10,000 bees. Oh man, that is mental. Yeah. So, so the policemen who were jugging the palace, they got stung. Uh, only seven police officers were stung by the bees. When you think about it, I feel like that's quite an okay number because 10,000 bees. Okay, so I am not with Juanita on this, uh, uh, Abang Police. <laughs> I, I feel none of you should be stung by any bees at all. I don't know what Juanita's standing is on this. <laughs> I mean, in relative to the number, but yeah. Usually bees don't sting you if you're okay. If you just let them be, <laughs> yeah. they usually just suss you out and they'll leave you alone because Nonsense. they know that they die if they Nonsense. sting you. No, I've been stung by like three bees at once. That's because you're not okay. Probably. No, it's because... <laughs> okay, never mind. So, was this kind of like a political protest? Were they expecting yes. the government to do more to help them? Was that why they protested? Yes, exactly. They, they felt like this needs to be brought to attention mm-hmm. people need to listen the bees are dying this is a serious issue because bees are very important to the uh, environment yeah okay and also yeah. for their industry lah. yeah yeah so this was like, I guess these were political honeybees <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they should form their own party they could be an offshoot of Syed Sadiq's um, Muda they <laughs> call themselves Madu <laughs> <laughs> nonsense or you love this story yeah? Fly FM beekeepers um, in Chile protested outside the palace they had 10,000 bees with 60 beehives set up. Yeah, it was not good because seven policemen got stung. Yeah, you better believe it. But we're asking you, have you ever been part of a protest? Well, if it isn't Billy. Hey, hey guys. Billy, you have a protest story? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. So, where, where, where was this? Uh, uh, this is in the Middle East. Oh, like, hey, hey, the life. protests there are like, are like quite serious uh-huh. one, right? Uh-huh, quite serious ones. Yeah, so it was Middle East, uh-huh. and you know, like uh, it was uh, like uh, I hung out with people who would dabble in the protest, right? And one day they're like, "Hey, want to come with us? We need, we need, you know, extra man power." And I'm like, "Okay, sure." Okay, and wait, wait was first- this uh, Billy? Sorry, uh, was this a violent protest or was it a peaceful it, uh, protest? It's Cool. It's okay. Okay, we understand. We understand. <laughs> I hope. I hope this story doesn't end up having people dying or stuff uh, like no, that. No, 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 no. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, it's, it's all good. No one was hurt. It was okay. just a demonstration, okay. but done quite violently. However, no one was hurt. So, so you follow. Yeah, you follow these guys to a to a so demonstration. These, uh, I followed these uh, lovely lads. Mm-hmm. Were the authorities there? Were the were the you know like those yes. those cops with the with the batons yes, they were, and the yeah. oh man. So yeah, we go to the uh, the meetup spot, and there was already there was it was already happening. So we're kind of late. I was there was very Malaysian of me. And they, uh, <laughs> already late. <laughs> Typical Malaysian. Anyways. Everything late. Protest is so late. <laughs> okay. And so, so the, comes, uh, did, um, they, did they shoot tear gas and stuff like we see in the photographs? Yes. The tear gas came. And that almost ended. Uh, the protest on our side was like crying. It was too much. But they didn't know. The cops did not know our secret weapon. My friend. My best friend. Right. He is half Egyptian. 
So he means a tear gas. This guy's been protesting since he was four. What? I'm not kidding. His dad would take him to protest in Egypt when he was four. Immune to tear gas. All right, barely phased him. And he's also half American. And he plays a lot of baseball. So this guy picks up the tear gas that was thrown at us. And he chucked it back into one of the armored vehicles with beautiful precision uh-huh. it was like 500 meters 400 meters away it went perfectly in and then you see from far away four cops jumping out crying <laughs> and just have just sweating. I be laughing at this violence it was for a second he everyone in the both sides stopped to just just be amazed at what just happened my buddy brought world Peace to the Middle East for a second. <laughs> for a second. Everybody should just stop oh, there and done like a standing ovation and a big yeah. clap. And it's like, you know, like, you know, why are we fighting? Let's just go home. <laughs> Fly FM. Okay, so I have a flight problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boyfriend's birthday is today. Oh, yeah. Okay, I understand. No, I will not perform for free. <laughs> No, I don't want you to be old stand-up comedian or okay, okay. No. I just need your male gaze. For what? Because I have no idea what to get him for his you, birthday. You haven't bought him a present. <laughs> Is that bad? That's such a guy thing to do. I would expect I, yeah, a right? guy to not to, to not have a present and yeah. then I would be scrambling last minute. Girls usually have these things planned a long time on my... That's why I feel like I am a guy in relationships. Because, okay. you know... Normal girls will be like, oh, surprise. And yeah, then yeah. they bring balloons. No, and three cakes. or four presents. There'll be three or four presents. Right. Ah, this this present like... will be a key to open the next present. And there's a clue to the, the third present and all this nonsense. Right. No, wait, wait, no. There's an out. <laughs> oh, there's an out here for you. Uh, did he also like was chin chai with your birthday? Maybe he forgot one or two days. No, he, no. We've not been in long, together long enough. Okay, so for your, for your <laughs> so birthday? For my birthday. For, for Christmas, oh. he got me a really expensive gift. Like, what was it? It was an air purifier from that brand that starts with a D and ends with the sun. Ooh, the Atas one. Bucks. Yes, correct. Oh man, why? Why he bought you an air purifier? Too much love in the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I should have said that to him. That's a good one. <laughs> so you don't know what to buy him? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, okay. So the the rule here is this lah. For mm-hmm. guys, you can't go wrong with socks or the ketiak spray. What? Socks or the ketiak <laughs> I heard you Either ketiak I spray just... or the ketiak roller lah. But this is for guys in general like You don't care about But you seem to care about this uh, boyfriend of yours <laughs> I seem to a little bit <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, toy gun No Yes, no Not the cheap one uh, Not the one you get in the Pasar Malam Where it's got stupid lights And it goes fee, 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 fee. Not those type of guns Like a proper toy gun Like a Nerf gun You're kidding Or a super soaker No, seriously Because gu- men we were once boys, but men, <laughs> we love to play with toy guns, one. But we're too shy to go to the shop. Takai, we are like a grown man going to a toy shop. Hey, can I have that super soccer for me to play? No, we won't. But you, you go and buy one of those guns. You give it to us. Oh, we will play non-stop, man. We will shoot everything. Hey, uh, how high is your pain tolerance? Uh, no, Douglas, you better not shoot me. Otherwise, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.